Greetings there, S.E. land. This is Twig, Anthony Twig Wheeler. This is Twig's S.E. Reflection Podcast. This is an archive, audio archive of reflections, thoughts, commentary from Anthony Twig Wheeler to the S.E. students and practitioners out there. A bit of encouragement, opinionated commentary reflections twigs se reflections this is a a way to kind of give you something to think about and as you're thinking about it help you to improve your work with your clients and make it better and better let's go help people that's what we're up to today episode 83 83 i i wanted to take a complete off note off kind of off-the-cuff reflection with you on a, on a scene that happens in sessions, particularly in our sessions. I don't know if this happens in other therapy sessions, but it happens in somatic experiencing sessions often, big time, happens often, that a person will come into, a client will come into an element of their experience be tracking the felt sense they'll be having some sensation going on or something and they'll notice it in such a way that makes them think makes them say it's strange or it's so weird or i don't know if i've ever felt anything quite like that before it's 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 kind of new people will say things like that in se sessions and and you know, it's a thing. It's a thing for us because a lot of times that's a potent, important, kind of a, a, a yes, golden, the best we can have kind of moment sometimes where people start feeling things in a visceral kind of way or in a somatic, like peripheral kind of way where their body is feeling you know, we've called it different things over the years, autonomic nervous system discharge, you know, um, unwinding. There's there's all kinds of stuff, but it comes through as things like tingling and waves of of energy and and flushing. And it comes through as things that we can definitely feel and see and recognize as purely physiologically based, like flushing. And then we can also see things that are really hard to understand what it is that's going on, like the feeling of energy rushing through my legs and out my feet and like as if it's like coming out of my toes. Weird. It's so strange. Yeah, it totally happens. Have you had that? I mean, maybe you've had it yourself. You know, you're sitting in the session and you're tracking and maybe something hits a threshold that's kind of somewhat likely for where I'm talking about that, but, but there are other places where it just feels strange. Your body's doing strange stuff and we'll get to those, but let's talk about these like deactivation side. You know, it's like you're feeling yourself, you're in a session, gets to a threshold. The thing that was happening starts to back off or change or mutate into something completely new, like completely strange. The feeling of your your skin tingling like ants crawling all over your skin or or like 
deep inside your legs, like energy rushing down or up or up your spine or your spine wiggling and jiggling or, or your jaw chattering. That's like such an amazing one. It's like your jaw starts to chatter and, and vibrate. It's like the sense of a vibration that turns all the way up into a twitching that turns all the way up into a chattering. And if you don't stop it, your, your jaw will just like, you know, chatter back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And you just got to keep your tongue out of there and, and, and it'll just keep going and going and going and going. And it's like, whoa, strange. I mean, you and I, you know, you and I, SE practitioner extraordinaire out there who are kind of catching on to all these things. It's like you and I might see those as really viable state changes, the nervous system, the body, the felt sense, incorporating these these changing sensations and felt, you know, shifts of energy states and discharge or like reorganization of different physiology like flushing and, and nausea waves of, of dis- different visceral states, the different nervous system, subsystems kind of like shifting who's coming on, who's coming off and the body responding accordingly or you know the the quote discharge process of the the kind of nerve impulse the charge being released through the muscles little twitching actions and such but then it's it gets strange too you know it gets strange where it's like you know you feel like you're big (laughs) your body gets dysmorphic and you you feel like you get really, really big or your aura gets just massive or you feel like, you know, your your whole body is aligning and stretching and it's weird. There are all kinds of moments, particularly on the success side, which is funny. It's true. It's funny. But it's on the success side of tracking through successful activation cycles or kind of felt sense feeling what, what some kind of image or impression or sensation wants to do does itself some threshold amount some sufficiency says oh to the system i i did that you know got some attention for that got to feel itself more or less incorporate integrate now time to extinguish the rest of the kind of collection there the capsule of associated things and supposedly like kind of extinguish or discharge out the remaining instructions that's like a kind of an idea out there you know but it's felt as though the body is doing weird strange stuff and i wanted to talk to you about how sometimes that freaks people out completely freaks them out you know you and i we might know that that all has value and you and i might know that on the other side of those kinds of things and the body having allowance for those very creative and involuntary, often very autonomic kind of body impressions, like to have allowance for those to move through the body is incredibly relieving. You and I know that. I hope. And if not, then I hope that we're going to get to experience that. And yet our clients, when they, when they first come upon it, whoa, you know, it can be strange. 
and weird and arresting and alarming and maybe maybe something else that people um have to learn how to kind of step into in a way that makes it so it's okay for it to happen and so i wanted to look at this moment with you here episode 83 when it gets strange particularly when it gets strange and it's something that you want a person to allow to happen because you see it as say we'll call it clinically relevant you can see that this is a reflection of the discharge system or discharge process the body's doing involuntary trembling and shaking in some way or twitching tingling a whole host of wavy kind of flushy feelings energetic flowing kind of states vibrating kind of like rocking involuntary movements kind of thing you know and you and you you want to let that happen that's your whole hope that the person will just let that happen that their body their nervous system will be able to simply pay attention to that and integrate it and most important that as it does itself the next signal of change is able to be noticed and perceived so that it all moves through and doesn't just get stuck as the new thing that happens so that the rocking or the movement or the tingling just goes on and on and on and on but instead that as it comes up the attention for watching novelty is preserved so that people can continue to watch that happens and then what happens next and then what happens next so nobody gets too excited about one particular moment but instead we we get to flow through the entire sequence that is starting to unfold or expressing itself with those autonomic nervous system felt sense shift changes changes so that we're we're kind of looking to be allowing of this this is in the right direction this is something that we'd like people to be able to pay attention to our our big hope is that they would just really revel in it even if it's very 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 odd even sometimes if it's very very uncomfortable like when the dorsal vagal system starts to let go of like a chronic holding people will often report a lot of nausea a lot of feeling in the belly area like there's just a whole lot of movement sense not necessarily peristalsis more like the sense of you know having to heave or something and while that's really uncomfortable you as the practitioner you might like think oh gosh i hope i hope we can allow as much of that to happen as involuntarily as it can on its own as much as possible and just like really revel in it like this kind of next movement change of the dorsal vagal system starting to kind of like allow some blood and such to move in there and wow we can see what happens next as we allow that to happen that's the idea i mean that's the ideal i think that's my ideal usually it's like to be as embodied with it allow that strange involuntary thing to happen and we'll just be super attentive that we're paying attention to the part of it that is clinically relevant and as it continues to change we'll be most interested in it as it changes particularly all the changes that indicate moving toward deactivation and completion
So there's a kind of trending of like what we're really interested in paying attention to. And it's toward the system being allowed to do its thing. And inside of that success, our attention is all toward which part of that is successful, which part of that feels right, and which part next leads toward the sense of some kind of quieting, quieting, quieting over time. Well, that's the ideal. That's the idea. Not, 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 not so easy for a lot of people to do, though. You know, there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of conflicting signal. There's not just deactivation signals. There's activation signals. There's like a lot of noise going on. People haven't let their bodies feel just so odd all the time before. Sometimes just the the notion of the body calming down and going through the deactivation process is its own trigger for some people. I mean, just that's like a basic of relaxation-induced panic where the nervous system has been tuned up for a long period of time. You start to relax it. It could get the message that it's kind of leaving the place that it's become more accustomed to, more tuned to, they sometimes say. And in that difference... We could say the neuroception gets triggered and says, hey, I'm in a dangerous new kind of situation. Go back to what I've become more familiar with and whoop, right back up to that heightened anxiety state. Relaxation-induced panic, sometimes called. Like, there are all kinds of reasons that people, clients, won't want to just let the strange thing happen. Their bodies won't want it to happen all at once allowed to happen it'll feel too weird feel too nauseous feel too overwhelming even the the strange tingling in my hands like a person could report like it's so weird my my hands are tingling and you could say uh-huh with great curiosity that you have se practitioner you you'd say uh-huh well your hands are tingling that's interesting how can i ask how is that for you client could say, well, I really don't like it. It's really strange, and I, I, I really don't like it. It's like and they'd, you'd see them rubbing their hands, trying to get it to go away, you know, and kind of like, like trying to like rub their hands against their pant legs. And you'd be thinking to yourself, I really want them to let that happen. And they really don't like it. But it's not overwhelming them. It's not in any way like hurting them. They it's more that somewhere inside of them, the idea that they would allow something involuntary to happen that they hadn't felt before, that that somehow would be strange and inappropriate, that, you know, like it shouldn't be happening, and they would do something, try to do something to help it not be happening. There's an incredible variance of why and when people, when they feel, our clients, when they feel this that strange thing happening, even the strange things that we would see as not only clinically relevant, but kind of golden, golden opportunities, and that we're, we're really looking to embody and enhance allowance and attention for, at least allowance and ideally as much attention as possible, but then it's at least as much allowance as possible because sometimes people can't allow it so much, but here you are, you're you're trying to get this golden opportunity to happen and people have their limits for whatever reason. They're unaccustomed to it. They've never experienced it before. 
their culture would think it's strange, their personality would think it's strange, their body would be truly reactive and uncomfortable with it. It would cause them more anxiety to allow it to happen. Just their nervous system would, could have paradoxical reaction and get more aroused from the sense of deactivation that would come from allowing such a kind of, you know, discharge -y kind of thing to happen, et cetera, et cetera. There are all these kind of qualifications, conditions, times in which we, I think this is a we thing, we have to be willing to adapt our request. This is how I think of it. I'm trying to adapt my request on people in that time when it's strange and weird. I'm trying to adapt my request for them to, quote, allow that to happen as much as possible. But I'm trying to adapt that request to a place that more or less I can guess or hope that my client will be successful at incorporating the allowance of that weirdness as much as possible for what they're actually capable of doing. And that requires that I both be willing to adjust how much I ask them to pay attention to it or allow it or how much I explain it, et cetera, et cetera, how much I buffer it, and also how much I can perceive they're willing to accept it and so that I can make that adjustment. So let me separate those two and say, we have certain kinds of ideals that, you know, you kind of come up with in a culture and a culture of learning. And we have them in SE and I, I'm partial to them. You know, of course, like we all kind of like start to say, oh yeah, that's the ideal. One of the ideals is that when people are in the discharge phase, that their bodies are really embodied and they're really experiencing themselves and they're really incorporating that feeling of the energy state changes in their bodies happening and the integration of all the felt sense and the feeling of involuntary movement allowed to happen and, and the feeling of change and the settling and all of that. And we kind of have this ideal that you would, you would really linger in that. And as it's kind of looked at in other places, like, continuous or inter intermittent tracking at the very earliest SE Reflections podcast, there's a kind of like truth that you can't have everybody be inside of that deep embodied state during that deactivation time because precisely things similar to what I've mentioned in this episode, that the body will respond negatively or their attention will respond negatively or whatnot. So you can take people's attention out of their deactivation attention attending to you can talk about other things you can talk about the weather you can you know, peter used to call that the gift of gab time or um, kathy kane has a nice comment where she calls that doing movie reviews where you talk about the latest movies you've seen you take the attention away from the body experience for a moment some time and over time intermittently you come back and you pay attention again and you say well how about now you know is things about the same inside now? Are they getting louder, continuing to quiet? Or what might you notice now? 
so as to check in on the felt sense the body experience toward the deactivation phase over time. Well, that's like one way to mitigate how much you ask for a person to kind of pay attention to the weirdness. You know, it's like person's doing the weird, they're feeling the weird, you're looking for the maximum amount of weirdness that they can tolerate. They have a certain limit, I'm, I, you know, it's going to change, different people are going to have more tolerance and less tolerance for it. You want to adjust your request for how much they allow it based on how much you can kind of hope for that they could allow it to happen. Because you don't want them to, like, you don't want to have people start to allow to feel the weirdness in a way that actually they can't do. Because if it starts to feel really super weird and uncomfortable, then that will cause its own stress response. That will cause its own reaction to this weird thing that's happening. And then you'll be struggling against this new thing that you've helped to happen that's now considered dangerous. And you don't, you don't want that. You want to be inside the threshold that says, okay, it's weird and I don't like it, uh, but I can let it happen, which is kind of maybe perhaps for a lot of people about the, the level of dynamism that you want inside of there where they're not all in, in the way that we sometimes idealize, but they're at least willing to go along. And so some of the management techniques for how to manage people's attention to this, how deep in it they are or not, um, just off the top, like a few, a few that come to mind. One is sometimes you can explain the weirdness. Oh yeah, that's just uh, the body deactivating or, oh, that's just the nervous system discharging. Oh, that's just the, uh, the body going through a phase transition between like one kind of state and it's changing to another. And this is just the body like feeling what that change is like. That's one way to do it. Like you can even get more scientific. You could get into the science. I, I wouldn't, I would probably stay out there in the kind of funnier, broader words like, Oh, that's just the body like going from like being tighter down to being looser. And it's just kind of making a funny feeling state change on its way there. Something like that. That's one option to kind of explain it that way. Another option is to join with the perspective that it's weird, where if they say, oh, it's so strange, and you can go ahead and join in with that and say something like, yeah, totally, huh? It's strange, isn't it? You know, they, they say, gosh, man, it's, it's like my, my fingers are like totally on fire. It's like so bizarre. Totally. It's totally bizarre, isn't it? It's like your fingers. You can totally feel it, like how your fingers are totally, totally on flames, huh? Totally, totally. Or they say, it's so strange. It's like my head's like bobbing all on its own. And you're like, yeah, weird, huh? It's just, it's strange. So you can kind of actually do a little bit of joining, usually using the same words that they use. I've I found that you can kind of play an entire range where you act flabbergasted or you act incredulous or you act funny about it or you respond with a very similar kind of um, level of concern that they have but you follow it up by and it's it's weird too huh because it's like it's happening by itself 
It's like you're not even doing it. It's like it's happening all by itself. Is is that right? And so you come in right after like kind of joining in with how weird it is with a, a reality check that it is happening with something of an intention there. I usually kind of follow that up with something more along the lines of, well, if it's happening by itself, and I know it's strange, but if it's happening by itself, if it's possible, maybe we could just see even if it's strange, since it's happening by itself, it's kind of like, kind of like, it kind of like wants to happen, right? I mean, it's what it seems like, right? So although it's strange, since it wants, it kind of wants to happen, maybe we could see how we could let it happen, like how much we could let it happen, how much we could kind of like just let it do the thing that it seems to want to be doing. And you say it's like your finger's really, really hot. Or, oh, it's like your head's like really just got that bobble all by itself, huh? Or, oh, it's like your your feet are just like, just like have this energy flowing through them, huh? And like, will you just repeat back what it is that they say? Since it seems to be like kind of be doing its own thing, and I know it's strange, let's see how we can kind of let it be itself. And we'll just watch it. And then we'll see what it does next. We'll just see what happens next. We'll just continue to watch it and see what happens next. And so within here, you actually have all kinds of management to do. Or you could. You could want to have something. You could you could look for it. You know, you could be like, how much can they do? Should I occupy their attention more? Should I ask them to check in on it? Do some intermittent tracking by talking about something else, including talking about how strange it is. But talking rather than feeling. Or should I encourage them just to feel the whole thing or other well-known SE kind of other somatic therapy stuff too, as far as like distancing the attention from it, making sure that, okay, well, you feel your fingers balancing the attention, this one, like feel your fingers and feel your fingers and the heat there. I know it's strange. I know, I know that's weird, but try to feel that heat. And at the same time, like, we'll just kind of like broaden your attention to feel your whole body, all around that, that whole area, um, all around your hands, some kind of balancing of the attention and kind of giving more room for the pendulum. And that's a kind of thing when it starts to get intense and uncomfortable moving over toward the red side. If you're not seeing it pendulate, not seeing the capacity of their attention hold the discomfort growing on the red vortex, trauma vortex side, if it's not pendulating back, you might attend to their attention so that you kind of like notice the discomforting part and notice all around that or notice that in some other area that's not as much like that or not the same as that. You might help to balance the attention on there in that way because that's what this is. This is all about balancing the attention. It's like you have this ideal have this ideal how much can they let this weird thing happen you have this reality most people particularly our clients they're not going to feel that this is really sensational right at the beginning they're going to feel that this is really weird and ugly or odd or uncomfortable or disquietude and if you just try to jump in and get it all just just go for it oh just feel that all the way you could very well give them the feeling that this is a dangerous thing because the feeling could be too strong. 
It could be too unusual, could go against their identity too much, and they could easily find themselves at odds with a request from you for feeling something more than what they're actually comfortable being able to feel. So if you're attentive to how much can I get out of this allowance while buffering them from having to feel the weirdness too much that makes them not successful with the amount that is available. How far, how small, how, how petite can that go? Let me point out that it can go so small as when somebody says it's weird and you, re you realize I can't, I'm not going to get them to be able to succeed at paying attention to that. But I did get them to succeed at noticing that it's weird and naming it. We're going to get the attention and we're going to move the experience and all of the focus away from that now. But I'm going to just name that that was a success. All right. So you felt that and it's weird, isn't it? Totally weird. Now, we might end up coming back to that, but I can see that that's probably not the right thing for us right now. So even though that that's kind of tingling there and everything, I'm going to have us... And now you got to move the attention to something else that's more interesting, which is cool because part of what this work requires is that you become interesting. Well, along this continuum of helping people feel it, helping people mitigate their attention to it, giving some distance, feeling other things in association to it, giving them more to talk about otherwise, joining with them in the oddity of it so they don't feel quite so alone, explaining that there's a way to explain why it's happening. These are all different kinds of ways of, of buffering this um, reaction to the strange, odd thing that sometimes can genuinely be uncomfortable, but we're hoping that we can still help people feel that through to what happens next. Sometimes we will have to have uncomfortable feelings to get to what happens next. Well, as you combine all of those, I would also say that one of the better ways to help people through the weird time is a certain amount of dispassion to it on your part. Now, the reflection, it's important, you know, if you're going to do the reflection, yeah, it's strange, isn't it strange? You know, to, you can kind of measure how much dispassion can you put into that. Sometimes if you do too much dispassion on the, yeah, it's strange, then people feel like you don't really appreciate how uncomfortable it is for them. So you have to pay attention. How uncomfortable is this? And, and don't push past your dispassion in its stance so that they feel alone in their discomfort. But there's a certain kind of um, helpfulness that comes from you becoming more dispassionate when this weird, strange thing in the right direction that you don't really have to do much for or too much to in order for it to be going in the right direction. This is kind of a, a time when you can really see the organic intelligence, kind of like the, the deactivation phase coming through. You can see like how there's a stereotypical pattern to the stress response. You can see how after that fight response that you were investigating a few minutes before and the tension in the jaw and the teeth and the hands and and feeling that and you could kind of like see the person like really feel that and then it kind of tripped over to where now it's starting to 
quiet and it, it's not as interesting and it's changing and now it's strange their legs are trembling a little bit or their their jaw is vibrating and now they're just like this is really really strange and the fact is this is really when everybody should be kicking back and taking in some sunshine you know ordering a a margarita or something because like the day is done the job is over like this is we don't have to do anything else other than not have this go back up and not have this turn into something that we fight with because of how strange it is so what we'd hope for is that we could all just kick back and almost not care about it maybe if we're going to care about it we'd be a little bit excited but we're probably going to hide that for now so as not to add any too much energy to it because we want to just watch it as it changes rather than say like this is the big deal that your legs are trembling now the big deal is that the pattern the sequence is moving through and that soon that movement is going to change and then it's going to change again and then eventually it's going to quiet and be less attractive at all and that's the cool big deal is that the pattern is moving through and that you're getting to watch things as they change now so you're just very very curious and attentive to that but you're also kind of like just oh man you know i guess there's nothing else for us to do other than let this happen well to let this happen as much as a person can allow it to happen and the more that you kind of can back off your penetrating intensity around it the more you can kind of encourage them to do that too and in fact that's a nice way to go about this is that when that deactivation phase is happening and the body's doing strange weird things to not have a lot of reactivity to it on the part of the client and for the client not to have a lot of passion for it but more an observer observer kind of dispassionate stance of just curiosity of these things changing which will include when the emotions actually move just simply moving the emotions so like true feeling states can move through but they'll be on their own and not kind of compelled by the i don't like it kind of thing they'll be almost the same as the foot twitching like there'll be this emotional wave that comes up and kind of moves the feeling state and a tear comes out and all very very um motoric actually a lot of times once it's truly allowed and that is 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 a kind of a measured thing for people of how much of that they can do your attention for helping them find how they can do it how much they can do oh maybe maybe we could just play with allowing that to happen a tiny tiny little bit more oh maybe we could play with just the idea that we could allow it to be its weird strange self even just a tiny 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 little bit more now for somebody you have to actually say, you know, I know that's weird. It's, it's a strange feeling, isn't it? Totally strange. And yet it's like, it's like it's happening on its own. And I know it's bizarre. But would you, would you just be willing to just consider the idea that we might even just consider the idea that, that you might let that um, more or less kind of happen more or less on its own even point zero 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 one percent kind of like more on its own 
And for some people, you have to titrate it down all the way that small, 0. 0.0000, and you leave off a zero, somebody can't do it. So some people, you got to like add in all the right zeros for them. So you have to really be paying attention. How much do they need support for this to get to where it's small enough to where it's safe enough for them to allow it to happen that much more? Because that's a good kind of allowance. The one that we're talking about today, that'd be a good kind of allowance for that that new weird strange thing that is pretty clearly part of the sequence. Oh, that's golden. And um, if you can help people let that happen that much more, you'll be, uh, you'll be helping that much more. Okay, now I would realize that I would love to close right there, but I notice off the top of my head here that there's one more comment about how to help people engage that allowance toward that deactivation discharge um, kind of even the the start the organization the organizing of the self-protective responses when limbs fingers arms jaws coming out of freeze and starting to twitch and prepare itself for fight flight behavior kind of things all of those are windows where priming language where you're helping to suggest what might be possible is helpful languaging there so that and even priming gestures and such so when you get dispassionate you can see that it's strange for them and they're maybe very attentive in their seat but you can see this is headed toward deactivation if you lean back in your chair and you kind of prime for allowing more of the sense of deactivation if you say all oh, right well gosh wow it starts to change huh huh well it starts to change gosh man we guess we just don't even know how far down that'll go or oh we guess we don't even we don't even know just uh what'll happen next it started to change wow well any amount that it starts to notice itself toward quieter or any amount that it starts to say oh that's a little bit easier to let that happen maybe we uh maybe we just kind of like pay attention in that direction huh there are all kinds of priming or suggestive ways to say like we're going to kind of work toward allowing this to happen and if you need to we can kind of find a break or a slowdown or a balance of the attention so as not to have it feel too weird and strange but certainly it's true strange and weird gosh you know when you hear that in your sessions i, I don't know i don't know is this a Ah, it's a guilty pleasure for me. It's like job satisfaction. A person says it's so strange. And I think to myself, I know, I know it's so weird. It can feel so weird. The body being all itself, free to be itself can be so weird <laughs> and so relieving when it can be allowed to be that way. Okay, then there, that's, that's where I'm going to say goodbye now. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Now here's a tracking twig moment for episode 83. So this last week, I got two tips over the internet, like money. People sent me money, like a tip, you know, like putting, putting money in a hat. A bunch of people last year told me I needed to figure out some way that folks could do that. So I put a little button on my website, Liberation is Possible. Dot org, and in the menu on the top right corner, 
of every page, pretty much, there's a little button that says Tip Twig. And I, I put it there and, you know, maybe hope that people would do that. And a couple people have. And each time it happens, it's thrilling. It's just amazing. I, I feel so encouraged. It's like the maximum encouragement because primarily it's just been sitting there and that means somebody had to be on my website and notice it and follow through and then find that what I've offered has been helpful enough that they would take the time to send me some financial support, which is big time important and huge for me. And it happened twice this last week, which was a, a bump up. It's never happened twice in the same week. And wow, I was psyched. Well, thanks everybody who's done that. And, and that button's there in case you need to know about it. All right. That's that. <laughs>